Welcome to Good Morning Hospitality, your one-stop shop for the latest news, noteworthy trends, and thought-provoking discussions across the industry. From hotels and short-term rentals to all things travel and hospitality, you'll find each episode equips you with the information that you need to start your week. Join us on Good Morning Hospitality every Monday, wherever you get your podcasts. Good morning, Steve. And Sarah, we made it. We're here. Day one. (laughs) We did. Oh, my gosh. You could clearly tell who has had their caffeine intake for the day. (laughs) And I think it might be you. I'm still drinking mine, Biscayne Coffee. So I'm drinking it up right now. Love it. Love it. Well, this is so exciting. Um, Here we are. We're live on our first show. We're really going to be breaking down everything that's happening in the hotel and hospitality industry. And I think no better partner in crime to do this with than with you, Steve. So I'm excited. I'm excited to be with you. And and for all of our listeners and viewers, thank you for joining us today, especially on a Wednesday at 10 a.m. It means a lot to us that you're here on day one. Or or a Wednesday at 7 a.m. if you happen to be rolling up on the Pacific Coast time like I am. <laughs> yep. That's commitment. That's commitment right there. <laughs> that is. That is. But of course, always good and exciting to start the day talking about um, what's happening in hotels and hospitality. But since this is our first show, Steve, I figure we should just go ahead and do a brief introduction of us just in case there are obviously there are going to be some people that might not who we know who we are um, and or people that do know, but maybe they don't know something about us. (laughs) So Steve, you want to go ahead and introduce yourself to everybody? Yeah, absolutely. Well, everyone out there, I am born and raised in Miami and a lifelong hotel professional and now a hospitality entrepreneur. Um, I run three different companies and they all complement each other, but I'm one of the few people out there that actually works in hotels and vacation rentals. So we do consulting for luxury resorts Uh, We have a vacation rental company called Tangy Management that manages homes across South Florida. And now we have a media company, The Hospitality Mentor, where we get to do all these fun things. So it's very exciting. And uh, I love being able to be in hospitality every day. Um, Amazing. By the way, I have to just like address these comments. I'll get into my introduction uh, in a bit. But uh, Vina, by the way, which Steve, I don't know if you would put these two together, but Vina was my roommate in college, freshman year of college. (laughs) I did not Um, know that. Yeah. And then apparently like you are her best friend's brother. So talk about small world. We've got Jeremy, who is also Jeremy Weiss is joining us from Israel from his concierge desk. So, uh, already excited for this. Um, by the way, uh, for anybody else that is tuning in, uh, since this is the first show, tell us where you're joining us from, because this is really cool to see who's out there uh, listening in and joining joining us. Um, but I guess I'll go ahead and I'll, I'll do a little, little introduction. Steve, you had to go ahead and talk about where you were born and raised. Now, now right. I feel like, okay, I'm just going to do my quick, quick introduction on that, because I'm definitely from a lot of places. Uh, so I was born in Pennsylvania, but I grew up living in Saudi Arabia, London, England, Atlanta, Georgia. Got a little bit of that dirty South in me. <laughs> uh, and then uh, college in DC, which is where I got my start in hotels, uh, as well as uh, New York. And then I've been in Los Angeles for the past 16 years. Don't do the math because then you'll figure out how old I am. Um, but I actually worked in the hotel industry uh, as a concierge for 
over over 15 years in in hotels luxury hotels specifically is almost 18 years and about 10 years ago started creating an online brand called ask a concierge where i was basically giving travel advice two travelers outside of the concierge desk and that's taken off and now it's its own company i work with hotel brands from the marketing side so helping them create social media content um putting it through my platforms from instagram linkedin etc to um also working with them on the consulting side as well too i have private concierge clients that many people don't know about because I can't really talk about them. Mm -hmm. and, and oh. I've heard there's some big ones out there. So there maybe we'll get some secrets in the background. We, get, we got some fun ones out there. Yeah, no, of course. Um, no names always. Mm -hmm. uh, and yeah. And, and so that's kind of, you know, my background. And I, what I love about what Steve's doing as well as myself is that you, as far as our backgrounds, understanding the the um, operation side of things so intimately, among all the other elements of hospitality mm -hmm. that we've been able to dip our fingers and toes into. So um, this is really cool. Oh, wait, Steve, do you want to go through and see? We have um, yeah, we've got some uh, great people coming through there. Alan yeah, from Milwaukee yeah. and uh, Marcia over in Dominican Republic, a former Lowe's and Nobu colleague watching Scott in England. Yeah, we've got some great people out here watching, so we appreciate you uh, joining us today. Totally, totally. Miami Beach. We've got uh, Germany. Okay, I love this international crowd. This is very, very cool. Very cool. Well, we're going to be doing some things a little bit differently here, just because, like, why not? I mean, YOLO, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's interesting. Exactly right. um, we're going to uh, we'll, we'll kind of we've got a little bit of a format to this show. Uh, we want to certainly break down what's new and happening in hotels and hospitality, but then we also want to bring like a real life aspect to it as well too. So we'll be sharing some of our own experiences. Um, and then I will be doing whatever I can to just like tease Steve because <laughs> it's early in the morning. and I want to get him to laugh just like that. <laughs> so, um, I think we're going to have a fun time, but uh, really the whole point of this is, um, what makes a show, uh, any show, doesn't matter what it is, exciting and fun is the interactive element. So if you guys have questions as we're going about, if you have suggestions for future episodes, we are going to be coming to you live every Wednesday at this time. So anything that you want to see us cover, we're open book. Like we want to keep this fun, exciting because hospitality hotels are fun, exciting. No day is ever the same, right? Mm -hmm. That's exactly <laughs> so, right. So um, I think that we really want to kind of keep it, keep it like that. So, um, oh, wait, I know what I wanted to ask you, Steve. So you did an introduction. I've done an introduction. Um, can you share something with, with the listeners that people might not know? Well, a lot of them know, if you don't know, I already have, I have two kids, seven and five. So they're at, off at school, but I also love going out on Biscayne Bay with them. So that's the water the bay that's right outside of our home and we go paddle boarding and kayaking. We love seeing the manatees out there. Love and that's that. how it became the logo of our coffee company, Biscayne Coffee. So on our coffee company is the manatee and we donate 10% of sales to help save them. That's all. Wait, how old are your kids? They're five and seven. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. Ooh, we're, so we're much a busy more household. <laughs> I love it. I love it. No, that's, that's, that's pretty fun. I mean, I, I did not know. Well, what that. about you? We, I gave me one fun one. What about you? Okay. Actually, so I was thinking about this. I have, first of all, I have a lot of, <laughs> I, I feel like I've lived 25 lives. I think that's a true concierge is that you've had, the joke is I've always had like three or four jobs at one time because 
I don't know. Um, because it makes life interesting. So well, one thing that I think a lot of people don't know is um, I used to work in radio back in the day. So when I was in college, uh, around the time that I was actually working in hotels as well too, I got a job in DC working at Hot 99.5. And the reason why I was thinking about this this morning is because it was relatively early morning here. Um, depends on if you're a morning person or not, but it was up at 5.30. And mm -hmm. um, it was just reminding me of the days that I would have to wake up at 4. <laughs> I'd wake up at 4 to be at the station by 4.30. Definitely winning in the getting ready department there. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, and uh, yeah, a lot of people don't know that I, I did a bit of radio while I was going to school. But then I was going to school, working in radio, so I'd have to start the day at 4.30. And then I was also working in hospitality so i'd have super late nights so that didn't last too long but uh that's my we got to hear your call sign from that that channel how did it go <laughs> oh my god stop it oh my god steve now you're embarrassing me so i was known as sarah d because wow everybody's super creative uh actually it was miss sarah d and then they so i was the assistant producer of the morning show and um this was like a clear channel radio station this is not like just like a college like yeah, this local was like, college yeah this big was, deal this was like big deal yeah exactly top 40 radio station all of that jazz um and then uh i'll, say, I'll share this quick thing and then we'll dive into this um they would send me out with the stunt guy so the stunt guy would go do all these ridiculous things and I would be the one that would drive him and like report in whatever. And uh, so this was in the DC area. And for anybody that knows in the Maryland, Virginia, DC area, everybody has different rules when it comes to fireworks. So I went out with the stunt guy and um, we wrapped fireworks around him and then lit him on uh, the fireworks off. So they were going <laughs> off like on his body he signed up for this. Okay. Like I, I wasn't part of that insurance deal. Um, and next thing you know, the police get called. So then we have like three fire trucks. There's like two helicopters above all these police cars. And then of course it was like an intern, some guy who literally like got wherever he was from. And then, um, so it was an intern, uh, the stunt guy and myself. And of course they're like, the weakest link, we're going to find out what really is going on. And so, of course, all the police officers put me to the side and they were questioning me. And, and then finally, at one point, um, I was like, are we going to get arrested? And they're like, <laughs> we don't know. And I call into the station and they had this line and they had played this line for a very long time where I was like, I can't get arrested. I went to Georgetown. <laughs> So I have been um, making a fool of myself on live on on in, in, on live productions for quite some time. So we'll see. Well, I love that experience you're bringing to the show. You see, guys, we're gonna have some good experience here. <laughs> we are. Why don't we talk about some hospitality? Because we don't Let's need do to. It. <laughs> we don't need to hear about that. All right, cool. So um, some interesting hotel topics. Um, so this one was interesting uh, as far as what's going on with Hyatt. Recently, they were hit with a class action suit over hotel, quote unquote, junk fees, which everybody needs to calm down. Junk fees needs to they need to chill yes. out um, despite changing policies. So, um, Steve, what are your thoughts on this? Well, Look, there's been resort fees around for a long time, mm -hmm. and I've been worked at resorts that actually use the resort fees for benefiting the hotel guest. And so mm -hmm. I'm a big believer in using that resort fee to help. And so whether it's for 
amenities on the beach or things that you pass around the pool or just newspapers that people don't even use anymore in hotels. Yeah. Something that benefits the guests. But I've been in other hotels where it's a line on the, the P&L. And I'm sure some of the listeners out there, you've seen this where, all right, we're, we're short on the bottom line. Let's raise the resort fee a dollar. Yeah. Right? And I've been in some of those rooms and I've worked with some clients and advise them against that if they're not providing value. So I can see where it is very annoying where you're paying resort fee for nothing. But then there's others that do it very well out there. So, so, but, so this is the big question. And, you know, from the consumer side and hearing everybody about talk about it, why don't they just build it into the fee? I mean, this is what's so interesting. I, I get it. It's like this notion of, and, and by the way, I can't stand this concept or this um, viewpoint, but a lot of travel consumers think about this. They're just looking for the lowest bottom line rate. And then yes. it's tacking on, tacking on, tacking on. So, um, I mean, the biggest argument is like, just build it into the price. So instead of charging 400 a night, charge 450. Um, but of course they want to be able to list the lowest price available. So mm -hmm. it's this interesting, like catch 22. Um, what are your thoughts on that? Well, look, I would tell you that I agree with that. If everyone's on the same playing field, Mm -hmm. then it makes sense. Then everyone can post that rate, but there's sure. ways to get around those rates, especially on all the different platforms. Mm -hmm. But for all of you listening out there, and I'm sure there's some directors of uh, revenue and finance out there. And if you're not in the hotel world, book directly with the hotels, because oh a lot God. of the time you can make a mention of this and that front desk agent is empowered to wipe that off your, your bill. What? So, 100%. You know, what's so interesting, uh, the book direct, I mean, I know we're preaching to the choir here. We've got all, you know, hospitality, um, individuals know the value of that, but my gosh, I think we need to sing that even louder because as much as I share it all the time, I just this past week, I have had three friends of my friends that like know what I do, all of this. And they have actually been telling me their woes about things that they've booked. And I was like, where did you book this? And then mm -hmm. I'm like, why are you not booking direct? What is wrong with you? So again, friendly reminder, uh, remind people to book direct always. Yes. And, That's yeah. how you get all the benefits, especially if you're working with either of us, because we can help you book those things with hotels, book directly with the hotel. But I see Rob, Rob Dwyer made a good comment saying that he also says they also don't have to cut into the OTAs on those fees. Mm -hmm. Right. So that's another way of kind of hacking the system. So if everyone was on the same playing field, again, we wouldn't have yep. to hack these systems. But Rob, we appreciate that comment. That's a good comment. Yeah, for sure. Um, I mean, again, like and you travel a lot. Are you seeing anything that's like, wow, that's great. I'm, I'm happy paying that uh, resort fee or that other fee. Um, no, you know, I mean, I was even OK. So it's not hotel related, but I was at a restaurant last night mm -hmm. and they said that, I mean, they specifically added a five percent fee. Um, to offset wages and whatever. So an inflation I, and, fee. I, yeah. What would you call it? Inflation fee. I've oh. seen those on receipts too. That's called inflation fee on some of the restaurants I've been to. I, oh my God. I thought you said something else entirely. And I was like, a what fee? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. So, and you're right. It is this, which it's like, okay. I don't know. I, I'm still, I'm still a little bit on the fence of just like, just like add on an extra dollar or two. Like the notion of an inflation fee is like, I mean, I get it, but again, it's this idea of like, let's nickel and dime, uh, or like just build break everything down. Yeah. I agree. With you. If you can build into the price, it works great, but we need everybody to be on the same field. So I don't know how that happens, yeah, but I that's where it is. So if you're, if you're charging those resort fees out there, 
give some value to your guests. 100%. Yeah. And that's the whole thing. You bring up a great point. So long as there's value that people feel you know, good about what they're getting, whether it is, um, you know, complimentary Wi-Fi, which by the way, should be complimentary That's everywhere complimentary. at this yes. point, like it's 2023, yeah. um, to whatever morning amenities or like whatever it is, so long as you do stuff like that, you know, people really yeah. aren't going to, to have issue with it. Yeah. Um, so let's and move on to another topic here because we've got so many topics and we've got a lot today. Yeah. And then here I was talking about fireworks and <laughs> almost getting arrested at 20. Um, I'm kidding. Um, okay. So this, uh, another article that had come out, they were recently talking on Skift as far as extended t extended stays, um, as far as like the type of hotel, hotel types are, um, are pretty much the top of the pipeline for growth in this second quarter. So wait, what they're saying is that extended stay hotels are gaining popularity and a lot of the bigger brands are doubling down um, on these types of hotels that they're going to be opening in the next year or so. Uh, what are you thinking about that, Steve? Well, I think it goes back to kind of what I said earlier in our conversations. I live in both these worlds of vacation rental and hotel, mm -hmm. and this is kind of the merging Mm -hmm. of both because yeah. you know people were booking these short-term rentals and vacation rentals on airbnb and vrbo and i was in some of those executive rooms where we're like keeping an eye on what are those people charging they're yeah. right around our hotel and so hotels i think are tired of losing to that and are creating their own homes but now this extended mm -hmm. stay in the more affordable priced markets so yeah. i think it's also i want to say easier to run but less expensive to run because mm -hmm. you don't need as much labor Correct. So it's more attractive to these hotel companies because they can mm -hmm. put this up, a handful of employees, give a great service, and people will pay for it. Yeah. And and, and honestly, um, I call them, it's like the non-sexy hotels because let's mm -hmm. be honest, it's not sexy. Um, and I say this coming from the idea of uh, you know, luxury hotel space. Like when you talk about some of these other hotels, they're not necessarily yeah. sexy, but- but from the business side of things, and if you're owning and or operating one of these properties, uh, the profit, mar profit margins are significantly higher. And yes, that is sexy. And the stay and the stays are much longer, right? So yes, they're staying exactly. much longer. So it's not a one, two night stay. They're all staying five, six, seven, 10 days at a time yeah. and longer, especially with people being able to work from anywhere. That's slowing down a little bit. So I'm curious to see how that works. But a totally. lot of people can work from anywhere. Totally, totally. Um, so yeah, it is, is still this changing time. Um, I, I mean, I know we don't like to say like the, the P word because we have the past couple of years, the pandemic word, by the way, that's the P word <laughs> in case anybody was wondering. Um, so, but we are in, and I've said this before, is, and it is that we're just still in um, the different waves of it. You know, we are seeing a lot of people um, and businesses as well too, we're going through different waves of getting back to whatever I, I even hate. Somebody even said this to me last night, the new normal. And I'm like, okay, bro, we know the phrase, Normal, um, yeah. but, but it's true. Like we're all finding our footing, um, you know, whether it is as entrepreneurs, whether it is as, you know, the hospitality and hotel industry. So it's definitely been, um, um, it's, it's been an interesting time, but again, as you mentioned, this is a perfect melding of like the two worlds, uh, because we are seeing, travelers traveling differently, longer stays, mm -hmm. maybe needing less, you know, amenities and just wanting it to feel like home wherever they are. 
Yeah, and, and Jacqueline mentioned something too. So Jacqueline, I'm yeah. curious. She, she mentioned that Jacqueline. there are some extended stay with some great co-working spaces. So yes. you can live there, you can work there, you can invite clients over for meetings. Totally. Um, and so Jacqueline, in the comments, if you know some of those names, we're happy to give them a shout out afterwards in the in the comments. 100%, 100%. No, this is great. Oh, so by the way, it's so, I quick shout outs to Jacqueline, Noah, saw your writing in, Randy, Heather, um, Klaus as well too. So um, I just wanted to give a quick shout out to people because love that you are tuning in. Um, this is so awesome. So thank you guys for, for making this fun and interactive. Um, oh my gosh, we have so much more that we want to cover. So uh, we might have to do like less topics and a deeper dive next time, but you know, we're figuring it out. Yeah. Um, so uh, actually, why don't we switch gears a little bit to travel topics? Uh, so this was interesting uh, because everybody has something to say about this, not necessarily hotels, but this has to do with American Airlines. They were recently fined over $4 million for tarmac delays um, because they've they've had significant delays. So, um, I mean, what, Steve, Listen. you've been traveling recently. Like, what, thoughts on this? I mean, the airline it's painful. I'm like afraid to fly and go places. Like I'm looking to drive places and take this new Brightline yeah. train out of Miami. Yeah. Because I want to avoid these planes. I just went to New York and I spent more time waiting for planes than I did actually in the city. And so it's just, I don't know how they're going to fix this. And for any of you out in the airline industry that are listening, I give you all the respect in the world, especially the people at the front desks, because I see you get screamed at um, by people oh who God. are losing it and yeah. keep your cool. I have not witnessed any of these fights you see on TikTok or Instagram I, in person. I haven't either. I'm, I mean, I'm but, okay. But <laughs> uh, I don't want to. But a big shout out to you all who are great, giving that customer service and doing your best. Because I see two-hour lines, three-hour lines yeah. just to rebook things. So I don't know how it gets fixed. It's not you or I that's going to fix this, but it's awful. No. Yeah. And it is interesting. And I mean, I know that like we obviously have hotel hosp and hospitality background, but the I mean... I haven't necessarily worked in airlines. That's a whole different beast. There's a whole lot that's going on there. And you've got other things that contribute to delays, be it weather, mechanical, and then obviously um, staffing, which we've seen across the board in, in all industries, there's a staffing issue, you know, just everybody is short staffed, um, which we will definitely be having to talk about in future episodes because For sure. we might have to just do a whole episode on, on the staffing mm -hmm situation because there's a lot to cover with that. But, um, I, I mean, I get it. I get the fact that American airlines was fined. Um, I mean, the, it, it, I guess where I, I always, and I'm sure you agree with this is that I'm always a little bit like, uh, is in general, people are trying to do their best, you know, and it's like so much can go, go wrong. And, I mean, there have been issues where like people have been stuck on planes for multiple hours, like on the tarmac. And th that's kind of where the issue is, is that I, I think like you can't be on the plane for longer than two hours on the tarmac without being offered food and water. Mm -hmm. um, and there have been violations of that. So it's kind of understandable. But then in my mind, I'm also like, well, I don't think that they would want to keep people on the tarmac. So there must have been some crazy circumstance that they couldn't go back to a gate. Um, but what do you do? You know, this is yeah. the this is what happens when you work in a 24 seven business, whether it is airlines, hotels, etc. Um, stuff happens. Yeah, and they're all and a lot of people are short staffed. So we got to get an airline expert on here. Yeah, we do. Shows because I don't know the inside out like you and I know hotels like I'm sure there's some things like if you 
do this, then you can yeah. get this. And that's why you have to wait on the tarmac for six hours because then you can get paid maybe. Yeah. I'm just hearing rumors. I don't know. Whoa, whoa. <laughs> well, yeah, but I do love that you say that. So by the way, anybody that's tuning in, if you are um, an airline expert, you work in the industry, um, whatever it is, we would love to have you on because that's always, I always love kind of like pulling back the, um, the curtain, so to speak, on other travel related industries, because there's similarities and then obviously a lot of differences. So um, would love to have a guest on like that. So please let them know. Um, Labor Day coming up this weekend. Are you going anywhere? Well, look, I've, I'm lucky enough to live in the place people come vacation. And we're doing a staycation at the one hotel on Miami Beach because the rates were great for Labor Day right oh now. Oh, my gosh. So, That's you know, such a great, great property. Yeah, I love it. So my family, my mom, my brother's flying in from New York. We're all going to hang out there. Uh, so if you're on Miami Beach, come find us on the beach. I'd love to say hello. <laughs> uh, we're going to share a drink together, but oh there's some great deals around, right? And you're seeing, I'm sure too, across the country. There are good deals. So it is an interesting, um, it's an interesting weekend uh, because I mean, it, it does, it marks the unofficial ending of summer. Um, it's the last big hurrah before everybody really buckles down into the school year work. Um, but because again, we're, we're just seeing still like a little bit of this like flexibility as far as people's schedules in general. So yes, it's going to be busy. Certainly the airports are going to be insane. So keep that in mind. If you're going to be flying out, the roads will also be very busy as well too, as you mentioned, like this idea of doing road trips. So um, it's going to be a busy time, but there are definitely, there are deals out there. I always say go where it's like super warm or, or, or just even go to places that you might not even normally consider um, and other big cities as well, too. Always a great, great option for for cities when people might want to be getting that last bit of that beach action. So lucky you that you got um, that you got such a great deal. It's nice living in a vacation destination, isn't yeah, it? I love it. I love I it. Mean, I mean, we don't get in the water here in Los Angeles, so <laughs> unless you're wearing a wetsuit, but. Well, when you go to the beach, it's still very nice. Well, our water now is as hot as it's ever been. So we'll see how long that's nice for. It's at 100 oh, yeah. degrees. So, you Perfect. know, we got Bathtub. extremes everywhere. Mm -hmm. I love it. All right. Well, um, we've got a few minutes left here, but um, I want to go ahead. We, I, I came up with um, this idea, and I know Steve really likes it as well, too. This notion of real-time recap. Da -da -da. Mm -hmm. I'm not thinking that every time. Intro music. I like it. Intro. Do, 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 do. Maybe we can get Phil Collins to do a drum beat. No, um, we're not going to do that. But real time recap. What, uh, the whole point of this is we're out there and we're interacting with other individuals in hotels. We're having our own experiences, be it from the work side of things, be it as a consumer. And uh, wanted to give ourselves a moment to share an experience that we had over the past week or past month that really stood out to us, good or bad by the way, in hotels and hospitality. So Steve, you go ahead, go first. What is your real-time recap for the week? Well, well, recap here, as we mentioned, I have a family of four and you know we are a little bit of rookies. It's our first big trip to Walt Disney World and we went in the middle of August during excessive heat warnings mm -hmm. where Ooh. it was reading 112 degrees. We walked 73 miles through five or four parks plus a mixy, not so scary Halloween opening night. Ooh. And what Ooh. I can tell you is it was so hot and painful, but, and here's the, but the cast members 
were so happy, even in their full costumes. Yeah. They were making sure that they were taking care of everybody. And I went up to almost all of them because I saw our hotel side kind of mm -hmm. kicking in, like, how are you doing? You holding up? Can I get some need water? water? <laughs> and they you all need said to take a 10 minute break. <laughs> it's hot, but they're here because they want to make sure that families like mine are having memories they can have for a lifetime. And that stuck with me. I don't know if they were trained to say that because a lot of them said it's similar, but it really kind of, you could see it genuinely coming out from them. They do a really good job with their training and with Disney. And I have to say, I mean, it is, it is the happiest place on earth. It is also, I mean, and you know what it is, is that I think that they really, they really are reminded that they are part of making memories on a, and big memories. And so when you as an employee understand your role in making a big memory for somebody, a family, a kid, you show up differently. You understand the value of what you're bringing to the table, whether you are wearing a costume, whether you're, you know, whatever it might be. And, and that attitude really shifts so much. So I think a lot of people, we may, maybe we need to do that one day. We need to talk to some people from Disney because, yeah. um, that's definitely, they have a huge, um, th their outlook is so strong. Um, and just talking about your experience as well too, it's, um, it's certainly, it's a big deal. So, um, okay. My quick, uh, hospital, my, um, real time recap of the week, uh, it's separate. So I actually was calling a yacht company. I was booking a, a yacht for uh, a private guest of mine, private client. And okay. So phone etiquette, pet peeve of mine, because I was taught very early on, if somebody tells you something on the phone and you have to transfer them to somebody else, you can be sure that you pass through uh, whatever they're saying to somebody, um, to the next person. So they don't have to repeat themselves. This is extremely important, obviously, when it comes to uh, somebody complaining, because the last thing you want to do is make somebody hear the story about their complaint four times over horrible. But similarly, if somebody has a request and it may be like a detailed request, how annoying to have to repeat that multiple times. So long story short, I called the yacht company. Um, I told them what I needed. It was kind of detailed. And then they transferred me to somebody and I was like, I'm like, am I going to have to repeat myself again? Because I really was not looking forward to it. And the guy picked up the phone. He knew my name. He knew the whole situation. We dove right into a conversation. And I actually paused. I was like, sir, who do, who did your training? <laughs> I was like, Thank you so much for that. So I love that this was a random yacht company in Newport Beach. Um, and and it was so cool that they did that. So again, a simple reminder uh, when it comes to your businesses, remind your coworkers, remind your employees the importance of phone etiquette and to help reduce people having to repeat themselves multiple times, good or bad, because that's a big deal. So That's a great story. You see, yeah. it's just a small little detail and it meant a lot to you. You're talking oh. about it to... 20,000 people this morning. <laughs> I know, right? It's it's crazy. So, okay. Well, our one last little segment here that we want to do just as we wrap up, um, I we wanted to end every show with sort of a hospitality quote to leave you guys off on a positive note, you know, and just have you thinking about a different concept every, every week. So, um, Steve, this hospitality quote, love this, Eleanor Roosevelt. True hospitality consists of giving the best of yourselves to your guests. And I love this quote because it's a reminder. Again, true hospitality consists of giving the best of yourselves to your guests. Um, it's, it, it's just a reminder that we just need to show up with the best version of ourselves 
for that day. And every day yep. can be different um, because that's what hospitality is about is showing up, being present and just being the best that you can be that day. So yeah. just like you had from the guy answering the phone on the yacht and from me interacting with people sweating in 112 degrees, they yeah. brought that every day. And that's why we think about those people. Yeah, no, definitely. So um, love that quote. We'll be able to, we'll figure out a way that we can like have this quote shared up here on the screen next time. We'll do that. We're going to, we're going to be <laughs> very yeah, tech savvy. This, this, this 30 minutes, we're over. Our producer's yelling at us in our ears. I know, I know, minutes. I know. Everybody's so got to Slickers, go. calm down. Okay. Uh, but thank you to everyone who listened. We, we truly appreciate it. It's very exciting to have you here. And if you're watching on the live, thank you. If you're watching on the replay, let us know in some comments of what you would like to hear more of what we did. Well, maybe what wasn't too good for you, but we'll take them all. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Yeah. Please give us feedback. Let us know. Um, and again, we'll be looking for guests in the next, in the next couple of weeks. So, um, join us next week. So excited to bring a new, uh, sort of new sort of show out there to the world of hotels and hospitality. So super fun to be doing this with you, Steve. Yeah, same here. I'm excited for next week and we got to come up with a sign off. We don't have one yet. So for we don't, we don't, out there, give us a sign off that we can practice with like until I'm, next time. <laughs> I'm just going to pretend I'm Phil Collins every week with a I lot of it. hair. <laughs> okay. <laughs> On that note, see you guys next week. We'll see you next week. <laughs>